boys and gentlemen, welcome to episode, I guess, 270, I'm not really sure how we're numbering these, uh, of the Drunk Dashers podcast. Uh, I am Tyler, your host as always, and joining me we have the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Cables. What's up, buddy? Hey, Tyler, not much. It's kind of funny just, like, talking with you, like, just barely 24 hours from our last little excursion of a podcast. Yeah. Yep. But, it's that time of the year again, let's dive into it. Yeah, so on this episode... We're going to talk about Microsoft's press conference, and then a little bit later, I'm going to be releasing um, our discussion on Bethesda's press conference, which we haven't talked about yet. We're doing them in order as of they happened. Um, so I'm going to run through it kind of the same way we did. If you listened to um, EA's yesterday, where we just kind of, I ran through everything, and then we went and talked about the things that we wanted to talk about. Uh, so I'm going to do that right now. I got three and a half pages of notes here, so I'm going to have to probably take a couple of breaths in between before I uh, finish all this up. So give me a quick second. Alright, here we go. Uh, so Microsoft, they announced that there are going to be 50 games at their press conference, 18 exclusives, uh, 15 of them, uh, first uh, first uh, time reveals, uh, or world premieres, whatever they want to call them. Uh, Microsoft, once again, playing fast and loose with the word exclusive. Um, started off with Halo Infinite. It is uh, was announced later on. This is the true sequel to Halo 5. This isn't like a side thing. This is basically Halo 6. Just a teaser trailer, no uh, real details on it. Uh, Ori and the, uh, the Will of the Wisp. Uh, we got another trailer on that coming out 2019. Uh, Sekiro, I think is how you pronounce it. Shadows Die Twice. Uh, it comes out 2019. Uh, it's it's from Software's new game, and they're b- being published by Activision. Uh, it basically it's like ninja. We got a gameplay trailer that it looks like um, Dark Souls, but you're like a ninja. Um, then we had uh, Fallout 4 is on Game Pass now. Uh, then when Todd Howard came out, uh, Fallout 76. They showed a trailer for that. Um, and it said the map is four times bigger than Fallout 4. Uh, a new game from the um, Don't Nod. I talked about them just yesterday. Uh, this takes place in the Life of Strange universe. It is called Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit. It is uh, comes out June 26th and it is free. The first episode is free. The rest you're going to pay for. No clue. They haven't said yet how many episodes there's going to be. Uh, but we got some gameplay on that. Um, next up, uh, Crackdown 3. Got a tra- uh, trailer for that. Um, a lot of Terry Crews in this one. Uh, finally really got some real gameplay for this for the first time in five years of seeing this game. Um, Nier Automata is coming out June 26th for uh, the Xbox One. It's been a PS4 and Steam exclusive, so first time being on Xbox. It is going to be digital only, and it's $50 uh, that came out later. Uh, Metro Exodus, we've got a pretty long gameplay trailer for that one. Uh, comes out February 22nd, 2019, because... Of course it is, like every, everything else in 2019. <laughs> uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, being announced, coming to Xbox. First time a Kingdom Hearts game has come to the Xbox ever. Uh, they announced that it's going to be in the it's gonna be in, in the Frozen universe. Uh, and it was announced at like 1.30 in the morning. Uh, and some reason I was still up. Uh, that it's coming out January 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, January 29th, 2019. Um, after like a, like a, they had a Kingdom Hearts uh, music festival or concert or whatever. Um, so the game was, was supposed to come out this year uh, and actually has been delayed just a month to 2019. Uh, sea of Thieves, new content coming out July and August, or I think it was September, I can't remember. But new content coming, I don't know what it is, I don't understand it, but for people that like Sea of Thieves, there you go. Uh, we got uh, that trailer they promised from uh, EA yesterday for Battlefield Five. It's basically like they, the trailer that we got, they cut it in half, and they showed the first half at EA, and they showed the second half um, at uh, Microsoft's, and... No actual gameplay was shown in any of those. Um, Forza Horizon 4 um, is takes place in Britain. Uh, it's going to be 60 frames per second on the Xbox One X, and it comes out October 2nd. 
it's gonna have pop in and out uh, um, online, and you can like the thing like the whole course changes during the seasons. So if like there's a lake uh, in the summertime, it freezes in the winter, and then you can you can drive on it. Uh, so that's kind of a cool thing they added. And then uh, they came out. Phil Spencer did came out, or French Stewart as I like to call him, uh, came out and uh, announced they they have purchased five new studios. Or really, they created one called the Initiative. Um, that's a brand new one. Uh, no no update. It's, it sounds like they're still putting the team together. Uh, they purchased Undead Labs, who are the makers of uh, State of Decay two and one. I was kind of surprised. I thought they were already a Microsoft studio, but they're not. Uh, Playground Games, who who are the people that make um, the Forza Horizon games, uh, they've officially been purchased um, by Microsoft, and they're a big open world game. Um, they actually acknowledge it for the first time. They said they're going to talk about it a little bit later, probably Gamescon or something like that. And uh, but they announced they've been purchased. Ninja Theory, the people that made Hellblade, uh, one of my favorite games of last year. Um, they have also been purchased by uh, Microsoft, and Compulsion Games was also purchased by uh, Microsoft, the people that made uh, We Happy Few, which, speaking of, uh, it's been in early access for over a year now. I think it came out um, early access, like, the, the week of E3 last year. Um, it is finally coming out for full release on August 10th. Uh, we got some details for PUBG. One second. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, Okay. Okay, PUBG. We got some uh, new maps and modes coming to that. And interestingly enough, they said console console launch exclusive. So not exclusive, console launch exclusive. And I'm gonna uh, when they when they showed that stuff off, I'll make sure to uh, explain the difference when they when they told us that. Uh, next up, Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition. It was a uh, I think it was like 2008 or nine. 2008. Uh, 2008. Yeah, it came out. It was originally an Xbox 360 exclusive. Uh, Gable just told me I didn't know this, but it was it, was, uh, it came to the PS3 years later. In Japan only, uh, but it's coming out uh, being remade for the uh, for the uh, new consoles. It's coming out this winter, um, but it's also coming to the Switch and PS4 and also Steam. So it's coming to everything basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Division Two was shown off. Uh, got gameplay for the first time ever. Uh, it's been official. It was pictures were taken. Like people had like posters they uh, like hanging up at E3 of like Division Two, and it was like it showed the characters like in DC. So it kind of got out yesterday, but it was officially revealed in D.C. It takes place six months after Division 1, so it's in the summertime. Um, basically, the agents in this game are in Civil War. They're actually fighting each other now instead of trying to stop everything that happened. Uh, it's coming out March 15, 2019, and there's a beta coming eventually. Um, they announced uh, Fast Start is coming to um, coming this June for Game Pass. Certain games will be able to download faster. Uh I don't really know what the hell else she was saying to me other than that. Um, then also announced um, Division, Fallout 4, um, some Elder Schools game, Temerian or something. I don't know what it is. Uh, those are all going to be on uh, Games Pass today. Um, then there was a montage. A bunch of games were shown. Um, I have I didn't catch them. Uh, but nothing really, I think, stood out to anybody. There was uh, Usually when, when these happened, there's like someone like Cuphead was, was revealed in one of these. Uh, people freaked out about it, but... It kind of came and went, and I, don't, I didn't really see anything, people, uh, any real buzz about it. So I'm going to assume nothing really too crazy came out. Maybe we'll hear something later on, but other than that, nothing too crazy came out of it. Uh, shout out to Tomb Raider. We got a trailer for that, um, showing a lot more details in that. Got a little bit of gameplay, but mostly just story. It's mostly a story trailer. A uh, game called Sessions, which I think everybody was freaking out. It was Skate 4. Yeah. Uh, it's a skateboarding game. Uh, it's a launch exclusive. Um uh, no detail there in that. It's kind of a little quick teaser. Somebody just grinding some rails. Uh, Black Desert. It is a launch exclusive. Comes out fall 2018. 
I don't even remember what the hell that game is, so I'm going to move on. Uh, uh, Devil May Cry 5 was, uh, we've got a teaser trailer for that one. Uh, coming out spring 2019. Uh, one of the worst kept secrets in gaming that that was happening, so it's, but it's officially been revealed. That's coming to everything. Uh, Cuphead DLC uh, was announced. Um, I think I think a lot of people were hoping for this, but no one really knew it was coming. Uh, but there's a new character, Miss Chalice, uh, and the DLC is called Delicious Last Course, and it's coming in 2019. And then... They announced they show off a game called Tunic. Uh, it kind of reminded me of like a Zelda uh, Hyperlight Drifter like game, but you're a fox. It's a launch exclusive on the Xbox One and PC. Uh, kind of reminds me, yeah, like I said, more similar to like Hyperlight Drifter, like Link to the Past, um, top down. Um, oh, actually, and while I was watching this trailer, I thought of something I'd like to see at Nintendo. Yeah. The Drifter from Hyperlight Drifter and Smash. <laughs> Not going to happen, but when I was watching it, I'm like, oh man, I love Drifter and Smash. Uh, so that tells you where I was at with this press conference at this point. Um, next up, uh, so Phil Spencer came back out and said, everything you're going to see from this point on is world premieres. Uh, never before seen. For some reason, Jack's barking. I don't know why. Um, but started off with, uh, it's a Bandai Namco game, a fighting game called Jump Force. It is like a Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, uh, Bleach? I don't know Not what Bleach. the hell these things are. One Piece. What, One Piece. Yeah, that. So it's like they all came together and made a fighting game. Um, it looks more like a, like a Pokemon tournament style, like the camera does, and with the, some of the game, some of the gameplay we did see, we got little sneak peeks. Uh, that's coming in 2019. Then Dying Light 2 was announced. I thought it was Nathan Fillion narrating, but apparently it wasn't. Uh, you can make choices. Uh, if people don't play Dying Light 1, it's like a parkour game, but it's like in a zombie universe, and whether you go out at night, it's pretty much super difficult. Um, so we're getting a sequel to that. Um, Battle Toads. Was announced. Uh, Three-player couch co-op was uh, revealed for it. It's an exclusive, obviously, since uh, their uh, Battletoads IP is owned by Microsoft. And coming in 2019, no, nothing other than that was was said. Uh, Just Cause 4, we got a we got a trailer for that reveal. Um, coming December 4th, uh, it's more Just Cause 4, just destruction, hook shots. Uh, uh, then uh, the Gears logo showed up, and people lost their mind. And then someone chainsaw through the wall, and it was like a Funko pop. Um, like uh, uh, Marcus mm-hmm. Phoenix, and I think everybody just kind of like it sucked the air out of the room because it turned out to be a <laughs> mobile game. Uh, Gears Funko Pop mobile game called Gears Pop comes out in 2019. Uh, but then they made up for it when they showed off uh, Gears Tactic it is a Gears XCOM game. There's a pre- that was just showed pre alpha footage. Uh, I think he said it was coming to PC, but I'm hoping that comes to Xbox as well. Um, but then uh, the last, um, then they showed uh. Not last, but uh, not last. There's some more after that. But then they showed off Gears of War 5. Uh, in this version, you play, at this point, you're going to play as Kate, who was kind of like your sidekick in the in Gears of War 4. Um, I don't really want to spoil Gears of War 4, but she is uh, related to a major character in the first in the, in the first three games. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's coming out in 2019. Uh, showed a lot of that and how she's changing and all that. So, uh, yeah. And then um, they started talking about, like, they're working on some streaming, um, streaming services. That seems to be the next big thing. Uh, people, there was talk about, like, Ubisoft president was saying that he thinks there's going to be one more generation. And then after that, it's just going to be everybody's going to have their own streaming service. Kind of like where, like, Netflix and Hulu is going. Um, EA even had talked about streaming yesterday at the press conference. They just bought Gamefly, so they have that going for them. And now Microsoft is talking about it, talking about you can stream uh, console quality streaming on PC and phones. Uh and then they also said they are actually working on acknowledge the fact they're working on the next Xbox Xbox console. And then it ended with Cyberpunk 2077, CG Pro, CD Projekt Red, new game uh, that's been 
Uh, really, actually, I think they revealed it like three or four years ago, but we haven't heard anything about it since then because they were still making Witcher 3 at that point. Oh, boy. Um, but that was everything that was shown. It was like a, about a little over an hour and a half, probably a long press conference. Um, but, yeah, so that is um, Microsoft's press conference. What did you think of the press conference? Let's see. An aspect, there was a common theme inside of this press conference, and that was, look what we have next year. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty much telling of the sort where it's like a lot of what they, their exclusives were Quintessentially, you either see like console launch exclusives or launch exclusives or like just regular world premieres, world regular exclusives. In hindsight, the only other type of exclusive that's re- really releasing this year on the Xbox One is like Forza Horizon 4. Mm-hmm. It's like Forza Horizon 4. Other than that, it's like, all right, see you later. This next year is going to be a huge one for Microsoft, you know. I believe the games that they showed. Yeah, a lot of the games they showed were pretty strong. I mean, the Gears 5 stuff, that was strong. I mean, the, the whole thing about Cyberpunk 2077, that was pretty cool, too. At the same time, at the same time, though, just a lot of the reveals are, like, third-party reveals. You know, just... Mm-hmm. I love the fact that they revealed, like, a, a definitive edition for Tales of Asparia. I love the reveal for Devil May Cry 5 and for Kingdom Hearts 3. There's only a problem, though. Those are third-party games, and I could either play them on the PS4 or the Switch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Kingdom Hearts 3 was only there because you can now play that, you know, on the Xbox One for the first time ever, blah, 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 and so on and so forth. Oh, boy. I'm trying to think of what else here. There is another game that they did announce at that presser that is also multi-platform stuff. I mean, oh, gosh. But, uh... Other than that, though, I thought the conference in and of itself was a definite strong push in the right direction for what they were trying to accomplish. It's definitely looking like next year for Microsoft is going to be a strong year, considering a lot of the actual first-party type of games that are going to be releasing. We're talking about Gears 5, we're talking about like Ori and the Will of the Wisps and stuff. Oh boy, let's see. I'm trying to remember exactly what all... There was now. <laughs> oh, there that was exclusive. Crackdown 3. Oh, Crackdown 3, uh, yes. Forza Horizon 4 we already knew about. Yes. Uh, let me scroll through here. The rest of it. Uh, Cuphead DLC. Um, Gears 5, Gears Tactic, Battletoads. Um, those are all the big exclusives uh, that are that were they announced or showed off there. Well, to be perfectly honest with you, in the grand scheme of things, I felt that their conference was stronger than what they had last year in terms of, like, their quality of what games they were able to show. It definitely was not, like, say, an off year for them. But at the same time, they have sort of a similar problem to what they did last year around this time as well, where it's like, there's not an awful lot of exclusive content re- like being released towards the end of this year, you know? That really Mm -hmm. warrants somebody to actually go and try to invest inside of an Xbox One. And that's a problem. Especially when you have some of your main published... You know, the main, like, companies that they had behind. You know, creating some of this content. Didn't really show too much in terms of, like, uh, what they were working on. Other than, like, say, the usual stuff. I mean, it was rumored going in that Rare possibly could have had, like, maybe a reveal for, like, maybe a Banjo-Kazooie game or, like, a perfect dark game in the work or something like that. Mm-hmm. But what they brought to the table, they brought an extra type of expansion thing for Sea of Thieves, which that game quintessentially is dead. <laughs> yep. 
and basically a tease for the next Battletoads game, which, hey, that came out of left field. But all we got there was just an initial trailer and nothing in terms of, like, gameplay, nothing in terms of what they wanted, to, you know, to show. The things we did see gameplay of, we saw gameplay footage of Crackdown 3, which, hey, that looks cool. That looks like it's going to be a ton of fun to play. Let's see. We saw a gameplay of Gears of War 5, but that looks excellent. But other than that, though, I kind of felt that there were some disappointing aspects of this conference in and of itself as well. I mean, they started off pretty strong by announcing the new Halo game, Halo Infinite or whatsoever, but that was just a teaser trailer. And we do not win, we do not know when that game is going to be releasing. <laughs> so... Uh... It's just kind of the point with the Halo series right now where it's like... I mean, yeah, I like the fact that they announced it so that people will get more hyped upon it, but... Yeah, it just did not look too interesting in my honest opinion. It looked... It looked like kind of uh, kind of generic in a way, you know? But... Yeah. Uh, as far as my overall thoughts of the conference, the Microsoft Press Conference is pretty strong. Definitely was better than last year's, but at the same time, I think what brought it down was... The initial amount of exclusives that were going to be released by the end of this year. Promises of games that are going to be released in next year. And who knows what's going to, you know, dive into 2020 or what's going to be delayed up until then. So, honestly, I would give this conference a 7 out of 10. Really. Okay. Yeah, no, um... So I thought about yesterday with EAs where I went back and I listened to our discussion about ea and it was like our thoughts were essentially virtually the same but like less um enthusiastic about it were, yeah because the things that came out were hyped up uh, ended up being bullshit and this one uh i listened uh, you know went back and i listened to the microsoft uh press conference from last year that we did uh and basically what we said in that one and what happened last year is virtually what happened again this year where yep they came out and they said we got this many games to announce like twenty something of them are exclusives, uh, a dozen first time, uh, first world premieres or whatever, and then it came out. It's like ah, really? Like five of, or like seven of them were actually exclusive, and only one of them has actually come out so far, and that was uh, the Forza game from last year. Yeah. Uh, all of uh, some of those that were announced last year were shown again this year, um, but on paper, like the the, the press conference alone, like. The entertainment value of it, you know, it was 100 minutes or whatever it was, uh, and it was almost never boring, or I was never, like, checked out. Like, yeah. I always had my attention. There was always, there was a couple right. down parts in it that I do every year, like the Forza stuff, but every press conference has it. EA has their sports, Bethesda yep. has their stuff that we'll get to next, um, but they always have their Forza thing that I, I just don't care about Forza. So, I mean, the people out there that love it, love it, but... Um, right. We don't, um, and I think a, a majority of people don't. But it's just one of those things. It's one of their, it's their biggest, really their biggest release um, this year, and as it was the last couple of years. Um, but if you think about it, really, uh, Forza games, the last three big releases they're going to have for this console, the three big AAA game wise, um, have been Forza games. Yeah, uh, they haven't had a big one. I mean, Sea of Thieves, I guess, but I mean that didn't. I, mean, I don't know if that was necessarily AAA. Um, but just running through it, like Halo Infinite, um, I was, I thought it was going to be like some like weird offshoot game, maybe like a mobile game or something like that. Yep. Uh, just no gameplay, but just the way it was showing off, look weird. 
Um, then come to find out it's that. I mean, I'm not a Halo guy, but I'm, I'm sure the people out there are excited for it. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, uh, they announced it last year. I'm going to say the same thing I did um, last year. It's a great game, beautiful game, great soundtrack. It's too fucking hard. I can't play it. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking of too fucking hard, I can't play it. Sicario, Shadows, uh, Shadows Die Twice. That game looks really cool. I'm not a ninja guy or anything like that, but that game looks really cool. Uh, but I just know I'm not going to be able to play that game. Um, but, yeah, that game, I'm sure, is going to be fantastic. Uh, Fault 76, we'll talk more about later. The kind of, So, the the games, two of the games before we got to the gear stuff that I was most excited about out, out coming out of this, or two of the three, uh, was Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, the Life of Strange Universe game. Yeah. Uh, coming out just in a couple weeks, which is even uh, more cool for me. Uh, it's free, which is even better. Uh, but I'm just like, oh, fuck yeah, this is Life is Strange 2. And it's not, and that's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering if this is Life is Strange 2, essentially. They're just calling it something else. Um, but, yeah, it's like you play as, like, a kid who's, like, using his imagination. And he has, like, super superhero powers. Um, much kind of like what, like, uh, the new latest South Park game was like. Where it's, like, you know, it's just, like, using his imagination. Like, and the powers are real to them. But, like, in real world, it's, it's not. Uh, like, yeah. he built a snowman. He sticks a firecracker in it. Like, he... Like he imagines he has like a force, like powers from his hand, and blows up the snowman. Uh, so that game, that game sounds kind of cool. They always do a really good job with their stories. I love um, uh, Before the Storm last year. I raved about it, and then Life is Strange from a couple years ago was amazing as well. Crackdown. Um, I feel like I, the most interesting thing for Crackdown for me has been the fact that Terry Crews is in it now. Uh, I love Terry Crews. Um, <laughs> big fan of Book of Nine Nine. So. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I didn't care for uh, Crackdown One. I didn't. I don't think anybody cared, liked Crackdown Two. Uh, but it's one of those games I'm definitely gonna pay attention to as it gets closer. But uh, February 22nd is like last year's October 27th, where like every big game uh, is coming out that day now. Uh, well, you got like uh, Days Gone, Anthem, Crackdown Three, Metro Exodus. Something's gonna get buried. So some two of those games are gonna move. I said that last E3 when all three of those games were with Mario Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Origins, and Wolf Two. I'm like, one of those games got to get pushed back. And neither of them budged, which I get at that point, it's the holiday season, so you really can't. But someone's got to move. Someone's got to give there. That's insane. You got four AAA games come out on the same day. That yeah. ain't happening. Some, someone's going to get delayed. Should probably be Anthem Crackdown 3. Yeah. Uh, probably. Uh, yeah, just for the what's best for those games uh near automata i absolutely adore that game i raved about it in january um i'm glad more people get to play it it's a fantastic game so if you have an xbox or haven't played it yet check it out i would say if you have if you have another console or if you have a pc capable of playing games buy it on there you can probably find it for 30 bucks now instead of paying 50 bucks for an xbox one yep um metro exodius uh i have absolutely speaking of raving i've absolutely raved about that that franchise on this podcast i was literally raving about metro uh 2034 uh last light uh it was like one of the first games to talk about in this podcast in the history of this podcast um so and i love the first one metro 2033 um glad sequel seems like it's more of a bigger open world um not maybe open world but op- more open environments uh bigger sections so uh, i'm glad to see that we could see more of rtm which uh i didn't realize how much i missed him until they said his name i'm like oh yeah rtm is awesome so i'm glad that's happening um Kingdom Hearts 3, I mentioned the other day, I think I'm like, the first episode we recorded this week, 268, uh, feels like a year ago, um, <laughs> I started playing Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts 1 again, and I realized nostalgia is a bitch once again, just eh, not my game, not my game anymore, um, but I'm happy for people that are that are looking forward to this game, uh, 
10 year, you know, 17 year old me would have been uh, freaking out, like screaming like a little girl um, for that game. Sea of Thieves, I don't care. Battlefield 5, more whatever. Forza Horizon, already talked about. Um, I'm happy for those those uh, studios that are purchased. And I was saying online um, to somebody about uh, about kind of Microsoft's press conference at the end of it. And it feels like that maybe they're just kind of coasting to the end of this generation. Like, here, here, here they're going to still have some good stuff. It's kind of like Wii U. Like, they're kind of uh, in this, like, dead zone. Like, it's over for them. Um, obviously it's not nearly as bad as the Wii U was, no. but in it, there, it's like to them, this is their Wii U, um, where it's like, we're going to have some cool games coming out, you know, Gears of War 5 is going to be your big one, but that might be like the last hurrah for it. And all five of these, um, games are going to be like, they're going to kill it at the beginning of this generation with all five of these, uh, these, um, devs. Yep. Uh, but all these games will be their games that they're having next by the time the generation comes out, maybe 2020, 2021. Um, those games will be closer to being done. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, but I, I, I just kind of feel like that's where we're at right now. Where it's like, and even the fact they mentioned the new console, it definitely feels like that was like when Nintendo announced the NX, like two years before it came out. It's like, well, this console is dead. Uh, so that's yeah. But um, Tales of Vesperia, uh, Selling Gables for the we started the show. I've started the game like five times and I get kept getting like twenty hours into it <laughs> and never finished it. But it was a really cool game. Um. So if you like those kind of games, I mean, definitely pick it up. It's a great one of those. Division two, um, they look pretty cool. Look like a lot of fun. Um, just my my biggest issue with these games is that I can't keep up with other people that play these games. Or I'll like I'll be two two days after the game comes out, I'll finally finish the tutorial, and all my other friends are like level twenty five and almost done with the game. I'm just like, okay, well I'm gonna play this by myself, and then I just kind of burn out of them. Um, so, Shadow of Tomb Raider, I'm definitely excited for the game. I've already got it pre-ordered. Uh, I don't really need to see anything else on that. I'm sure we'll see more Square Enix, but yeah. Sessions, I'm open for a new skateboarding game. Uh, we went from having like 30 of them to in the last five years we've had none of them outside of Pro Skater 5, which doesn't count. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Devil May Cry 5, I'm excited for people that like Devil May Cry. Uh, once again, not my thing. Uh, Cuphead. <laughs> I'm sure Gables is going to play that game because uh, apparently it's easy to him, uh, <laughs> but it takes me 12 hours to beat the first boss. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's cool. I That game is fantastic. I'm not going to diss that game. Uh, it's it's much like the From Software games. I just can't play them. Tunic was outside of – so before we got to the gear stuff, Tunic, um, the Life is Strange Universe game, uh, and uh, Metro Exodus were like the three highlights of the show for me. Um that game looks incredibly cool. Like I said, I think it's the Zelda Hyper Light Drifter stuff that did it. But, yeah, that game looks like a hell of a lot of fun to me. Uh, scrolling through here. Battletoads. Don't care. Just cause for awesome people that like it. Um, Gears Tactics. Now, that is a game I am pumped for. Um, I have said many times in this show that uh, I like the XCOM style of games. I just don't like XCOM because it's just kind of too deep uh, for me. Uh, I love like Mario plus Rabbids. It's more of a simplistic style of it. Steam World Heist, I absolutely adored. Um, what was the shitty one that was on 3DS? Uh, Codename Steam. Codename Steam. Yeah, fuck that game. Uh, but in, speaking of, um, it's like it's like the uh, Unraveled. It's Justin and I's first like game on the screen. On that game, fucking sucks, <laughs> Justin. Uh, stupid unlimited respawning enemies. But yeah, I like that style of game. Um, when it's done really well, uh, that's actually one of my favorite 
types of games to play. Uh, so one of those in the Gears universe, that could be awesome. Um, so uh, yeah, I hope to see more from that. I hope that they said PC, but I'm hoping that is on the console as well. That that's one of those games that uh, that would be a thing for me to make me buy an Xbox. And that's the thing I I said um, yesterday, and I said the year before that. The last two years, I have said, give me a reason to turn my Xbox One on. Like that's all I've wanted since Gears of War Four came out in October 2016 is a reason to play my Xbox One. And it came out again. They gave me reasons. But they're a whole another year and a half away um, <laughs> so far. I mean, unless Crackdown 3 comes out and it's amazing. That might make me go out and get one. But uh, I can make it. I was fully planning on buying like a bundle or something this, this holiday season. Uh, that Whatever the new big game was for them. But they don't have it. So I'm going to have to. I found to buy one for, what, eight months. Uh, so, but Gears War 5 um, at this point was probably my game of the show. Uh it just looked looks amazing. Uh, I I love the Gears games. I am a uh, fanboy when it comes to them, um, and the fact that you play as Kate and you get more with that storyline. Like I really like the story. They've gotten a lot better with their stories. I think since uh, with Gears three, uh, four, and now it looks like so far five, uh, where they've done a lot better job with story, uh, with storytelling. It's not just like big muscular guys, hoorah! You know, we're just gonna hear the kill shit. It's it's got all that, which is great. But they've also done a lot better job of developing these characters. So uh, I'm definitely excited to get back into that with JD and Marcus and uh, see where that goes. So, yeah, that game looks awesome. Uh, then CD Projekt Red's uh, new game, Cyberpunk 2077. Cool to finally see some of that. Um, I really don't have too much to say on it. I, it's just, it looks, look, it look, it, the, you know, I always talk about this every year during E3 is it's hard to get excited, uh, especially for like a new franchise uh, or a new IP. Um, you know, when it's just like a teaser trailer, there's no actual gameplay or anything shown off. Uh, and like, it, it kept me interested and especially with, you know, it's CG project red, like they they do some pretty cool stuff. Uh, so yeah, it, it did enough to, to keep me interested, but I'm not like geeking out about it. Like, uh, a lot of people are, which if you are excited about it, good for you. But, um, these kind of things don't do that for me. Um, but like I said at the top, like on paper, this is like an, 8.5 9 out of 10 uh but in reality when you break it down like out of the 18 exclusives only six of them were true exclusives and only one's coming this year mm-hmm. uh four of them are coming out are scheduled for next year and then the, the, the one of them the gears uh XCOM game uh we don't have a release date for yeah. or a timeline for uh so once again we're gonna go a whole nother you know holiday season a whole nother year of nothing for them like this might this this it just kind of sucks it, it really does feel like i know there's some cool stuff coming it, but it's not as bad as i'm making it seem with when i compare it to the wii u but that's the closest um analogy or something similar i can compare it to um but it really feels like we are at that at that point with this console um so yeah uh i i guess i would give it i'm higher on it than you are i guess just because like i was never like i said never bored Never, I wasn't always like pumped and excited, but I was never like toned out of this thing. Uh, so I would, I guess, if we can do halves, I'm gonna do seven and a half out of ten. All right. Uh, so half a point higher than you, Gabe. I'm gonna write. I'm just typing it out. <laughs> seven out of ten, Tyler. Seven point five out of ten. Which I think it's about where we were last year. I think you were. I think I was a seven point five and you were an eight. So yeah, we've kind of flip flopped a little bit there. But 
yeah, I don't know. Like I said, not a disaster, but was not the wow thing that we wanted. Um, right. So, um, anything else you want to add before we get out of here for this show? Um, not really. I think that pretty much covers it, what we think. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back here in a little bit with uh, the next part when we talk about Bethesda, and then we'll be back tomorrow talking about Ubisoft and PlayStation, and I think, yeah, also Square Enix. So, uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back in a couple hours with the new part.